It is Tuesday, July 11th. This is yes. the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremiah, like the Bible. And we're up in this thing. We are. I don't know if y'all know this, but this was a big, this right here was a big deal when I was in like sixth, seventh, and eighth grade. It's National Slurpee Day, y'all. Oh, it is. I don't know if the youth know about that Seven now. Yeah. But National Slurpee Day was really a big deal. We don't, we don't really have like 7 Elevens in like Georgia for real. Do you know? Like, I'm trying to think of this. Have I ever seen one in Atlanta? And I don't think I ever had. Oh, 7-Eleven is, I mean, it was around in Orlando. Well, definitely. When I would go Shout out to, to everybody Florida, who's listening in Orlando, because it's definitely on the corner of Kirkman and Conroy. I feel like, I thought about it, like, when I would get Slurpees, it would be like when I was in Florida, visiting my family, like going to 7-Eleven. Mm-hmm. And we yeah. have, like, Slurpees, but, like, no 7-Eleven Slurpees. Where is it? Kirkman and Vineland. No, it's Kirkman and Conroy. Um, did you have a flavored flavor when you would go? I mean, I think I always like red. It, whatever flavor is red, I just like a red flavor. Okay. Or I'm feeling like, you know, different, a blue. <laughs> I do a blue. Real different. <laughs> Shaking things up. Shaking it up. Um, I was a Coca-Cola girl. Okay, I can see that. The co- because you know what? You don't understand because you're young, that you're youth. <laughs> you are a uh, embryo. Um, I was there. When the Coca-Cola Slurpee dropped. Oh, really? There was like a drop date, like Jordan's? I was there, okay? <laughs> Again, I like to remind y'all, I was there when the Green Apple Jolly Rancher dropped. I was there, mm-hmm. okay? I was there when Fruitopia dropped. Ah, oh, Fruitopia. I was there. You now, wasn't there. Now it's gone. Now it's gone, but I was there. They had Fruitopia vending machines at my high school. You outlasted the Fruitopia. <laughs> You were here when it came. And you were here when it left. Well, you guys, I hope you outlast Rutopia and you are here for the whole show. Mm. But even if you have to go, remember, you can always check us out wherever you get your podcast. What do we got coming up today? Coming up today, well, later in the show, we're going to talk about Hill Harper of CSI, the good doctor. He's running for U.S. Senate, Amanda. He said, I'm not going to play the role. I'm going to be the role. <laughs> I know that's right. Also, keeping it with politics, Governor of California, Gavin Newsom, is not afraid to say what he needs to say when it comes to the GLP. Baby. <laughs> <laughs> What do we got coming up this hour? This hour, we're going to talk about the Oklahoma judge that dismissed the Tulsa Race Massacre reparations lawsuit filed by the last known survivor. They're not playing with it. I don't understand what's going on. Plus, BuzzFeed, there's some controversy (laughs) because they created a list of AI-generated Barbie dolls for every country. And some of it's a little shaky-bakey, Amanda, to say the least. You know, sometimes you should just not. You should. You know what I mean? Sometimes there's ideas and they can seem like good ideas, but somebody in the room should say... Maybe we shouldn't. Some meet, some ideas stay in the meeting. That was a meeting idea. That was a meeting idea. That was we're throwing it up against the wall to see if it sticks. <laughs> it didn't stick. It didn't stick. But then Jeremiah had a theory and he said, well, we're here talking about it. So maybe if that was the goal, they it's have achieved stuck. it. It's up. It's up. It's up. And it's stuck. Like <laughs> us for the next four hours. So keep it locked right here to the Amanda Seals show. It's time to listen, laugh and learn. We got Black Red News and we get back. Welcome back, y'all. 
the Amanda Seals Show. I am your favorite comedian and common sense specialist, Amanda Seals. And I am her favorite co-host, Jeremiah Like the Bible. Ooh, get shaking <laughs> the table. Got to hit y'all with something different today. It's time for some Black Girl News. Yes. I don't even want, ugh. Like, every time you have to deliver Black Girl News, I feel like I tense up. I start sweating mm-hmm. because be, I know what's impending. It'd be some bull. Yeah. And y'all, after a years-long legal effort to secure restitution for the last three Known to living survivors of the 1921 Tulsa race massacre has ended after a judge, Caroline Wall, dismissed their lawsuit with prejudice. So according to the court filings posted on Friday, Tulsa County District Judge Judge Carolyn um, Wall granted the city of Tulsa's attorney a motion to dismiss the case with prejudice, meaning the case cannot be refiled, Amanda. So it's, it's a wrap for them. Um, the attorneys of the city of Tulsa have, had argued that the case should be dismissed because the lawsuit didn't lay out how Judge Wall should Remedy the harm. Meanwhile, the attorneys for justice for Greenwood argue that the state law does not require them to provide those answers before the trial has even begun. So before we even got to the trial, Amanda, they saying like, you know, what y'all gonna do? Y'all can't fix this anyway. We might as well not even have a, a, a case, a, a, a trial to even litigate this whole situation. Although we know those folks was massacred in 1921 in Tulsa. We also know that reparations have been given to folks who have been wronged. Yes. So we, we know that. <laughs> So to suggest that they needed to lay out how it was going to be done as if there haven't been examples of it being done mm-hmm. is really bonkers. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think we have to remember that the way this country operates is on a very like piggyback precedent kind of way. Um, I think this is really about them not wanting to grant reparations because if they start it, then they feel like it's going to snowball and mm-hmm. become a thing as it should. <laughs> right. And what's also interesting to me, though, is this idea of like, if we never do it, if we keep not doing it, we're never going to have to do it. Mm. And what I want to make sure to just impart to everybody who's listening is that the fight for reparations is not a fruitless one. And I think a lot of people feel that way, especially when they look around at the news and, you know, just the way that we're seeing racism on the rise. Mm. We're seeing fascism on the rise. We're seeing these things being talked about and being re-entered into our consciousness in a way that a lot of us have never experienced in our lifetime. Right. right? And um, it makes you feel hopeless. It makes you feel like, well, what's the point? We have to remember that I can say that I didn't experience racism at this level in my lifetime because there were folks that fought tirelessly to turn a tide that made racism and racists not um, popular. Right, right. Right, that that had overrun like the the consciousness of this country to a point where even if you were racist, you had to be sneaky with it. And it could. And that didn't continue because we got comfortable. Mm-hmm. We got complacent and we thought, oh, we made it. To the point where like you see all these other black folks that are cooning out here talking about like, well, I don't see racism. If I'm up here, then there obviously isn't racism, which really is just, no, you're you're, you're just an opportunist and an imperialist who only sees your own value and right, your own success right. as the measure of mm-hmm. success. I say all that to say the fight for reparations is just really beginning mm-hmm. on a next phase because even this case being given this much um Attention, this case getting this far lets us know that there is progress being made and we have to become reparationists. As a culture, we have to become reparationists. The same way that we talk about how people can get invited to the barbecue, that's because culturally we know what the barbecue means for black folks. Right. Right. We talk about lift every voice and sing is like, well, we need to be singing that anthem at all these events because all the brothers is on the field. That's mm-hmm. because the Negro National Anthem is for black folks. We also need to be vocalizing why reparations need to be handed to black folks and that they are very real. 
And we need to be not just saying that to white folks. We need to be saying that to each other. And we need to be continuously supporting that. It is unfortunate beyond measure that these women will not see reparations from the government that harm them in their lifetime. Maybe there is a possibility here, though, where we see where we will see like a private institution, like we're seeing uh, reparations being handed out in North Dakota, as well as Montana, I believe, from private institutions. Perhaps there's an opportunity to see that happen here, because at the end of the day, maybe some folks do want to actually clear their conscience. So I say all that to say, baby, we still in it. And we ain't done with it. Keep it like right here to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremiah Like the Bible. <laughs> this Black Hero News story I just find so avoidable, but yet it happened. So Barbie's, the movie's coming out. Yes, you know, people are all over social media buzzing. You had Nicki Minaj on the red carpet and things like that. She looked very nice. She did. The, the Barbie herself was there with the Margot Robbie. Yeah, the new with Barbie. that classic Barbie mm-hmm. black dress mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, last week, BuzzFeed published a list of AI-generated Barbies from every country now, Amanda. you know, to, to Was there a-, a grenade Barbie? I didn't see one. I didn't think my, so. I mean, I also didn't realize there's so many countries in the world. I was like, oh, the list is still gone. That was very American. It was still Don't tell going. people that. Don't tell people that. Don't tell people that. <laughs> it's because the maps you distorted. That's why. It's not my fault. Blame mm-hmm. uh, Donald Trump or somebody. Not me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but anyway, the images, which were full of cultural insensitivities and inaccuracies, were hit with a lot of backlash from people. You had Barbies from Afghanistan to Zimbabwe. There were Barbies from South Sudan, Russia, Nicaragua. Um, Argentina, Ukraine, and so on and so forth. And Amanda, I don't know if you saw the pictures of these Barbies. Well, you first know, of all, some Barbies, you don't know if I saw the pictures. I sent you the pictures. You did, you did. But like some of them are just actually just disformed. Like they're not, before we get to the cultural intensities. <laughs> oh, there uh, is a Grenada Bobby. They didn't go with Grenada. Good job. They didn't go with Grenada Bobby. Okay, okay. You see it, Mexico, they didn't do too well. Baby, Mexico is like, who is this gringa? <laughs> this is a white lady. This is a white lady. <laughs> it's, they pull a lot of, like, the, I guess, tropes of countries, too. It's kind of like, who approved this situation? Besides the fact that some of them are missing arms and limbs, it's kind of like, why'd you put, I think, the Sudan. Sudan and Russia, Barbie, both had guns in their hands. Yes. Particularly, okay, so Sudan, absolutely unacceptable. But I want to also talk about, like, the Russia Barbie having a gun in her hand while Russia is currently at war with Ukraine. Yes, yes. It's very, it's very um Confusing. Distasteful. Distasteful. It's kind of like, read the room. Again, I'm like, I feel like they, they, they just posted these. They didn't really go through the list to be like, should we actually post this list? Well, there was just no, I mean, it's BuzzFeed. So, I mean, mm-hmm. how surprised are we? But there, there just was no research done. Mm-hmm. Um, it just feels like they were like, yeah, this looks fine. Like, even India Barbie, like, is like, who's this light-skinned lady with a bendy on? <laughs> well, because I think they also relied on AI to be accurate, which is where we kind of see a lot yes. of the problems that um, exist when we use AI as, like, the crux of a, a project. And don't, uh, you know, fact check because AI itself is. It's man-made. It's it's, it's it's led by Mm -hmm, mm man-made like metrics. Right. Like we even saw Master P get mad at Google because they shot a picture of Luther Vandross. With him. Madness. You know what the thing about it too is that there really is something to be said for how if this AI is Mm -hmm. based on man-made metrics, Mm -hmm. then it really does speak to the reality that our man-made metrics are overwhelmingly racist. They're overwhelmingly Mm -hmm. color, uh, colorist and they're overwhelmingly texturist. Like you're also seeing on here, like why are certain countries just like so light skinned? Right. Right, So there's that, but then there's also things like, why do the women from the Arab countries have on men's (laughs) Arab clothing? 
There's no cultural context. There's no cultural context. And so that speaks to the fact that like, mm. oh, within whatever AI man-made metric they were pulling from, they don't see women right. in these countries. Right. They don't regard them enough. Mm. Right. So that's obviously we know or that. Or a lot of times when we see like religious garb, it's like, oh, it's all the same thing. That's all. Like <laughs> even you see people who wear um like hijab and things, they're like several types of like head wrap. Well, there's hijab, there's right. burqa. Yeah. But for most of you, they're like, oh, it's all a head wrap. It's all the same thing. It's not, there's no difference when it's like- Their hair's covered. Different. Right. <laughs> So I'm actually not surprised that AI would actually put them in men's clothes. And they're like, oh, no, that's what Muslims wear in Muslim, in Muslim countries. That makes sense. Uh, what did you think? Did any of the Barbies stand out for you? 1-855-MANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. If you're from one of the countries that the Barbies were representing, please tell us. Do you think they did a good job of representing your country or did they fail? And tell us why. 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Go to BuzzFeed.com and type in Barbies of the World and you will find it. When we get back, Gabrielle Union responds to trolls who says she's too old to wear swimsuits? Well, y'all, what? I need everybody to get their Wi-Fi snatched. We'll be right back with the Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back, y'all. It's the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremiah Like the Bible. And can we talk about Gabrielle Union having to deal with trolls? We can. Actually, we could like, hear her talking about her dealing with trolls. Because we got a clip, Amanda. Let's hear it. I'm like, first of all, they're not just bikinis. They are thongs. And like, <laughs> you're going to see these cheeks until my ass literally falls off. And I might just wear a bikini in the casket. I don't know. This is for you, bitch, And it's just going to be like <laughs> me in a thong, like ass up in the casket. Like, <laughs> I get it. So if you don't know, Amanda, the straws <laughs> have been coming out at Gabrielle Union because they said she's too old to wear swimsuits. I don't even understand that <laughs> statement. Carry on. That what does that even I'm mean? Screaming. So she was on the Who What Who What Wear podcast with Hillary Kerr and Gabrielle Union made it clear that she's not going to stop showing off her beautiful figure anytime soon. Somebody said you're old enough to be somebody's grandma. Why are you still wearing swimsuits? Oh, now okay. So first it was you a mom. Now it's you a grandma. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, but is she someone's grandmother? She's not. No. Even, like she. Oh, I guess she technically could be someone's grandmother. She's a good-looking grandma if she's my grandma. But Amanda, I mean, I'm you're, tired. you're a woman of a particular age. Shut up. Are you gonna... You're not <laughs> old enough to be smart. Well, I guess depending again who you ask, you could be technically old enough to be someone's grandmother you in this what? day and age. I don't like... When we talked about this before, I didn't know you were gonna do it like this. Because <laughs> <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like... But, you're, but I was like this new era of like women in like their 40s. and Y'all don't look like the Golden Girls. It's not giving that. It's giving... Hot to try it. Like y'all on the, y'all on the scene. Y'all be wearing fits. Y'all be having your hair done. But are there some th- some things you still feel like I guess you've aged out of? Oh, actually, she, yes. Okay. I mean, I hear what Grabby Girl is saying about bathing suits. I completely get that. Mm-hmm. But I do think there are some things that you do age out of. Okay, what are some things? Y'all, I have aged out of the club. <laughs> I'm out. And like I've been out for like a long time. Um, I want no parts of the club. You can no. I just want to go away. Is the club in general like the is it the going out? Is it like the loud music, the the drinking, like the or the whole vibe is just off. The whole vibe is just off, especially okay. now that like they don't even dance in the club. Like, what are we in the club for? Why are we here? To be in a section with bottle girls with the sparklers. Woo, sparkler. Well, you see that? <laughs> see what you're like? That sounds ridiculous for me. So yeah. And then you get it on Instagram. So like, look, y'all, we in a section with the bottles that we can't afford. Duh! But- that part. <laughs> so yeah, you can miss me with that. Um, 
I'm also too old for my baby fat coochie cutter shorts. Ah, uh, okay. Now I do have my baby fat coochie cutter shorts still because you know I've aged out, but who knows? Maybe I'll age back in. So that's, that's a possibility. You can age back into something. Yes, because after a certain point, you don't give a damn no more. That's true. So once I get the efforts, I may be like, y'all gonna get these cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> I just haven't got them completely yet. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, we don't know. We don't know. Then I've also, um, I've aged out of taking shots at the pool. I've aged out of it. Yeah. I did that too, though. I actually threw up at a pool once (gasps) from taking a shot. Oh, that's terrible. Not in the pool. Okay, okay. I made it out the pool because I was like, oh, I should not be drinking and taking shots in the pool. I was at the hotel and this young lady who was not a young lady, like Mm. she was my age and like she was wobbly wobbly and her man was like, stay! This was actually in Cabo. Yes. No, we're not throwing that at the pool. That's why. (laughs) So it does things to people. Yes, yes. The last thing I've aged out of is um, going back and forth with people who aren't as smart or aren't as aged experienced. And Mm -hmm. what I mean by that is the young folks, y'all really be trying to like do a one, two. And I'm like, I don't need to do this with you. I don't want, I'm not going to, I don't need to. And it's very much like an assertion of like, I am seen, see me, I am. And I get it because I was that same person. But now that I'm this person, I'm like, oh, you can miss me with that. <laughs> so you're not even arguing with your old self. Yeah, I'm not. No, I'm not. I just don't think it's a reasonable argument. And I think a lot of times it's like, why am why are you not just listening? Mm-hmm. And then some people are listening right now, like, because maybe you don't know what you're talking about, but I do. And there's the odds of me knowing what I'm talking about are way higher than you simply by just me being here longer. A long time. Now, don't get me wrong. Experience does not equal expertise. Mm-hmm. That's true. Nonetheless, I'm not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm curious what the people at home like. What have the, you? What, yeah. have, what have they aged out of? Yeah. I mean, because we got a lot of we got a lot of a, a, a large array of different listeners of different ages. Yes. So you know, hit us up with y'all call. Let us know. And I want to know if you aged back into anything. Mm, that's a good. Give <laughs> me up one eight five five Amanda eight. That's one eight five five two six two six three two eight. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show. Amanda Seal Show. We up. We up. We up. This is the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremy Like the Bible. And it is time for a 60-second headline. All right, let's do it. So Kobe Bryant is actually set to cover the, cover the NBA 2K24 game cover. Oh, wow. Okay. Like, is that, like, as the, I mean, I guess as, like, the, the logo? Well, like, you know, they have a picture on every uh, edition. Like, uh-huh. the person's, like, the face of the game. Oh, I see. Like, okay. The face of the game. All right. Also, unfortunately. Black Mamba forever. Forever. Unfortunately, Damson Idris' L.A. home was burglarized. What? His house was burglarized. They stole from him, Amanda. These reportedly took off took off with his safe, taking 2K worth of damage. So, Tina knows yesterday. Mm-hmm. Damson today. Mm-hmm. I hope it's not me tomorrow. I hope so too, especially not while I'm here. I can't do it. I can't do it. <laughs> that would turn it from a burglary to a robbery. We mm-hmm. can't have it. Well, on the on good news, Tyler Perry pledged to help a 93 year old woman keep her house. Good. So he might can help if something. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! And last but not least, Shakira Richardson won the 100. Me- Shakira, Shakari. There you Shikari go. Shakari Richardson. I was like Shakira. Because she'll come beat you up about that. Mm-hmm. Shakari Richardson won the uh, won the 100 meters at the U.S. Championship, and she said, "I'm not back. I'm better." She always got a little snappy little mm-hmm. thing to say. I like that about her, and I feel like it's really great to see her back and that she did not uh, fold. Right. And what I saw in her running and just in her energy is that 
She's focused, and that's what we need. Gotta stay focused. So shout out to Shikari, and that is our 60-second headlines. We get back. We got Blacker News. Actor Hill Harper is running for the Senate, and not on a TV show, but in real life. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn. Next on The Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the Show. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremiah, like the Bible. You know whose birthday it is? Who? Little Kim. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Little Kim. I don't know what that what I was doing just now, <laughs> but um wanna run with the B, huh? Bzz. Mm. Throw a hex on the whole family. Can we just for a minute acknowledge family. Lil' Kim's feature verses? Mm-hmm. Very serious. Top three. Okay, go ahead. We just did Benjamin's. Yes. We gotta go to, of course, uh, Quiet Storm, Hot Damn Ho, Here We Go Again, okay, okay. Light as a Rock, Hard as a Rock, okay? Yes. Yeah, hello, Dan. Yes. So shout out to Mob Deep, rest in peace forever to uh, Prodigy. And then, of course, my favorite. Which one? My favorite. Ooh, I know you see me on the video, true. true. I know you heard me on the radio, true. Is that a feature? Yes, that was Lil Caesar's song. Really? Because you only know it because of Lil' Kim. <laughs> I'm like, no, that's the Lil' Kim song. Wow. I guess he is in that song. Well, that's a good feature. He said, I guess he is on that song. I mean, the reality is is that is that like her verse on that song is just Yeah. Better. Yeah. And uh when I hear people play the version without her on it, I'm like, why why are you doing that? We're trying to give him his publishing real quick. What? <laughs> Nobody wanted to hear this. We want to hear Lil Kim come in with, hey, yo, shorty, won't you go get a bag of the lethal? I'm young, just in the bro. All see through. through. And let's not also just forget like her verses on Junior Mafia Records in general. So shout out to Lil Kim. Happy birthday. Didn't know that she was a cancer. That makes sense. That makes sense. So what do we got coming up? Uh, this, this hour, hour. Yeah. we're gonna talk about Hill Harper, the actor. He has a new role, but it ain't acting. It's- he running for the U.S. Senate, Amanda. Ooh, child. And it's only a hundred senators, so that's like a you know. That's a big deal. Um. Also, Miss Universe Netherlands crowns the first trans woman. Um. For the first time. Oh, you know they mad. They probably upset. now they're taking our pageants. <laughs> Plus, you got your big up let down. And I heard Meek Mill is getting a let down this hour. Ah, uh, yeah. Dang, Meek. I like Meek. So this is, I just want to make sure that everybody knows. I like Meek. I think he just made a poor decision that we should acknowledge. Ra Meek. Ra Meek. And we in Philly. Philly. What's going on with Meek? Somebody text him. Big fan. Um, well, if you're big fans of the show, then you know what to do. Hit us up. one 855 8 That's one 855 Also, please remember that you can follow us on social media at Seals Set It. All right? Seals Set It. And, uh... You can remember. Oh, I also want to remind you that you can also check us out every day on our podcast. Yeah. Uh, because if you miss any part of the show, you, you don't have to miss it. You can catch right up. Mm-hmm. All you got to do is go to wherever you get your podcast and check it out. All right. Uh, let's get into this. We got more right here at the Amanda Seal Show when you listen, laugh, and learn. So don't move. Blaggery news. Politics. Blaggery. Blaggery news. Pop. Pop. Culture. Blaggery. 
Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremiah I Like the Bible. And it is time to get into some black Eurid news. Let's do it. So actor Hill Harper announced on Monday that he is running for Michigan's open U.S. Senate seat and challenging U.S. Representative Elisa Slotkin. Um, for the Democratic nomination, Harper is the sixth Democratic candidate into the race for the retiring Democratic senator. Um, Debbie Stabnow seat. Stabnow announced in January that she would not be seeking her fifth term in the 2024 battleground state. Fifth term. Fifth term. She in there. Why <laughs> are people allowed to do that? Because the term is four years for the six for a senator. Oh, senator, really? Okay. Yes. So a fifth term? What's that, man? It's like 30 years. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> That's why we have Senator. That's why we have uh, Diane Feinstein. To my knowledge, is no Diane Feinstein is a representative. Um, I just think it's it's no. She's a flipping senator. Yes. Okay. I, sometimes it's hard for me to keep it straight, but that's why everyone's like, get her out of here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, people keep electing her, so they was like, so at least she stepped down. <laughs> she said, "I'm done. I've, I've had enough. I've right. had enough." Um, but this is interesting. And, yes. And even in, with the AP, he did a, a, his announcement. He described himself as a small business owner, a union member, and an activist. He said he's not going to be a career politician, so he won't be lasting five terms. Um, he would serve as an advantage in Congress as he plans to run his campaign, quote unquote, powered by the people or the people. I will say that because within a few hours of him announcing, I definitely got my email Ooh. saying, do you want to donate to Hill Harper's campaign? You know, I really like, though, that he's come out saying very clearly that he mm. does not aspire to be a career politician. Mm. Because that's the thing to me that lets people be up in there getting ruled by lobbyists and ruled by corporations or whatever, because that's what ends up keeping them in that position. If you're not aspiring to that, then you're not going to be ruled by that. And maybe you actually serve your constituency. We just need more people that think like that. Do you think him being from Hollywood will you know, hurt him or harm him in the in his quest to take this Senate seat? Oh, absolutely not. I think it will really help him because we see that all of these folks are really trying to be on TV and doing all the podcasts and doing all the the interviews, et cetera. And he's somebody that already is a step ahead of that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think when we realize that that's not actually as new as we like to say it is like Arnold Schwarzenegger was the governor of California. Right. Ronald Reagan was the president of Mm -hmm. the United States. Al Franken, Al Franken was also a representative or a Senator. I can't remember. Also, what was the guy? There was a wrestler. Um, uh, yes. Why can't I, I see the face? You see this yes. face, right? White man bald mm-hmm. mustache. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jesse. Jesse. Yeah. I think it's somebody different then. Yeah. Jesse. Um, it ain't Jesse Wilson, y'all. It ain't just Jesse Williams. It yeah. Him. I don't know. Drop it in the chat. If you're, if you know the answer, Supreme be knowing the answer to things like this. <laughs> but I just say all that to say that I, I'm, I don't think it'll harm him. I think at the end of the day, we are at a time. Jesse Ventura. Yes. Okay. Uh, I think we're at a time where we need folks on the good side of the aisle to be just as charismatic, Mm -hmm. as clear speaking, and as uh, able to communicate their thoughts as there are on the left side. I I mean, on the wrong side. I agree. I agree. We need people who also just care. Like you actually, I mean, I think it's something to be said about when you actually leave, I guess, what people consider the quote unquote cushy life of Hollywood. So you'd be like, I'm gonna go serve the people. I mean, Hill Harper is like a nice guy, though. So like an actual like nice guy. I mean, he does. He definitely gives nice guy vibes. I mean, like remember in uh, for color girls, like he like he's in for color girls. Mm-hmm. I've never actually seen for color girls because people say they don't. You watch don't need it. to. I, that's why I haven't seen it. Every time to. I say, I should watch that. Everyone's like, Nope, you're good. You're good. <laughs> yeah, that's that's not something you need to have on your black card list. Well. <laughs> Uh, for those of y'all out there in Michigan, you got a mm-hmm. you got a candidate that you get to look out for. Now, I will say this. 
pay attention to his policies, pay attention to what he's talking about in his platform. Don't just blindly, don't just blindly vote for him simply because he's a Democrat or because he's black. Right. Vote for him because he is backing up what he is asserting mm-hmm. that he's interested in doing with like actual me- methods that he wants to put in place. You know, someone who I would love to see actually throw their hat into the ring to run for office. Who? You, Amanda Seals. Oh, my goodness. I mean, you know, if you have time, I don't know if you have time. You know, it's 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 not completely far fetched. Okay, all right. If I ran for office, what would you all want me to run for? Like, what office would you want me to run for? Hit me up one eight five five Amanda eight. That's one eight five five two six two six three two eight. When we get back, we got more to talk about. Uh, we're gonna talk about some trans folks. We are, which I know is gonna make people very annoyed. But hopefully our listeners are educated and they are compassionate human beings. And so they want to hear. So we'll be right back. Stick with us. The Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back. It's the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seal. Side note, speaking of welcome back. Have you seen the Cameron and Mace show? It is what it is. No. On YouTube. No. Where they dress up in suits and talk about sports. No. (laughs) First of all, that whole the sentence what I want it to be funny because I want to laugh with them but I've watched it and I feel like I shouldn't why am I laughing at y'all isn't Mace like a whole pastor I don't know what Mace is at this point other than a host on a show on YouTube <laughs> with Cameron talking about sports and they're in suits and like they just be talking to you like what are y'all talking about bro I mean it <laughs> is the 50th year of hip hop so they like we gotta okay we gotta rebrand <laughs> we gotta we got to get on this. We got to expand. All right. Well, speaking of uh, rebranding and expanding. Yes. Miss Universe Netherlands crowned their first trans woman winner. Mm. So a trans win- transgender woman was crowned at Miss Universe Netherlands for the first time making history in the Dutch country. So 22-year-old Ricky Valerie Cole won the pageant Saturday, which effectively makes her Miss Netherlands. So shout out to Ricky. Ricky? Who say Ricky? I like Ricky. I like Ricky. I mean, I think a lot of people will be upset about this because they're like, oh, they're now, you know, they're, you know, quote unquote, trans women Mm -hmm. are now in our spaces and that should go to an actual woman and blah, 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 blah. And again, I commend just the expanding of spaces. um, Right. Because there's, (laughs) ugh, there's just always been people that fall into these different categories. Mm -hmm. It's just that there hasn't always been room for them. Right, right. And I think people like to take a, a historical viewpoint to kind of erase, like, this is happening two days ago. It's like, no, it's that's not actual or factual. Um, but she will be going on to represent the Netherlands at the full Miss Universe competition later this year, where all the women from around the world will fight for the crown. Hopefully, it won't be no mishaps like that time Steve Harvey was <laughs> hosting. Um, Hopefully. <laughs> and the Miss Universe is going to be held in El Salvador in December. So, you know. That's very random where El, El Salvador? Salvador yeah you know you gotta make their rounds I, I wonder if it's like the Olympics where like countries put their bid in to be like we want to host Miss Universe competition interesting all right well shout out to the uh Netherlands and shout out to El Salvador and shout out to all the the pageant gals mm-hmm. out there pageanting yes you me when we get back I'm gonna big up let down yes that's what I'm gonna do so don't go anywhere to see Amanda Seal show keep it live the Amanda Seal show we are we up, we up. It's time for the Big Up Let Down on the Amanda Seal Show. Welcome back to the Amanda Seal Show. This is your boy, Jeremy Like the Bible. And that 
Amanda Seals. And Amanda, it's time for you to hit people with your big up, let down. All right. Big up, big up. Let down. It's here. Today's big up, big up. Goes to Tracy Chapman. Ooh. Tracy Chapman received an incredible honor on the country billboard chart. So basically, she has a song from 1988 called Fast Car. Yes. This was my mother's jam. I remember being in the car like, why do you like <laughs> this so much? You got a fast car. I gotta take it. I gotta take my hair. Now that I'm older, I realize that it's very folk songy. It mm-hmm. has like a Bob Dylan element energy to it. The melody is amazing. Like it has a, a really cool melody. And it's also I timeless. remember that we were driving, driving in your cars, be so fast, but like I was drunk. Use the parts coming that everybody knows. And I, I except for Jeremiah, Why do you know you were had a feeling I like. that I was strong. And I, I had a feeling I could be someone, be someone. Have you ever heard Khalid's cover of this? Well, that's what made it. Uh, no, uh, I have not heard Khalid's cover of it, but it is a sample of it that actually pushed the record back onto the charts. The song gained new popularity after country star Luke Combs covered it. So uh, not a sample, but he covered it. And uh, it pushed it in front of a brand new generation of young folks who actually said, you know what, let's go back and get an OG version. So it reached number one on Billboard's country songwriters chart as well. All right, now. Now, a lot of y'all may have never heard that song, but you probably remember Tracy Chapman's also... Um, very fa- no, that's Michelle Nagy and, and Diggy Ocello. Never mind. Um, <laughs> Are you talking about from uh, you? <laughs> they do sound alike. Love me, tell me why. I'll play you for your heart, girl. Pack it up. Double, <laughs> <laughs> double or nothing. All right, let's hit the let down. Okay, speaking of embarrassing. Shout out to all my Philly Cannons, the Philly Bulls, the Jones, and all of that. Your man, Meek Mill, he was on stage. He's performing his song, Liddy, again. And he said this. Okay, so here's the thing. <laughs> Tory Lanez is on the song Liddy again. Mm -hmm. And I guess, you know, in a show of camaraderie, he just said like free Tory Lanez. But you know what? It's a letdown. (laughs) It's a letdown. We can't be yelling free Tory Lanez out here like that. And you know, the other thing is, is that we also know that bruhs love to yell free so-and-so knowing full well, Mm -hmm. yo homeboy killed that man. Mm -hmm. Yo homeboy is a thief. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They'll still be like, free Spacho. Free... Lil Murda. Mm-hmm. So. In the Instagram bio, got t-shirts. All the, th- all the things. <laughs> merch, home, merch line. Merch, merch. Like, you know that your homeboy was running an entire dog fighting ring. Cut it out. <laughs> so, yeah. This is not a heavy, heavy letdown, but it's just like a think about it situation for Meek. I think in the moment, he just felt a lot of, like, love and camaraderie for his boy who wasn't able to perform the song with him. But the reason he is in the jail. Yeah. Uh, is because he was convicted of shooting Megan the Stallion. Mm-hmm. And the thing about it is that you're not going to see Tori unless you go looking for him, but you are going to run into Megan. Oh, that's true. That's true. Because Megan's out here. She's out here. She was just an essence. She was. That's why I seen her. <laughs> All right, y'all. Well, that is our Fingo, Fingo. for the day. Remember to stay connected with us. one 855 8 That's one 855 You can also follow us on social media at 24-7 at Seals Said It. All right. We're going to go to the phone lines when we get them. Amanda Seals Show. Right here the Seals we up, we up, we up. Hey, y'all. It's the Amanda Seals Show. I am Amanda Seals. And I'm Jeremy Like the Bible. 
And we know that y'all listen to our show all the time. And if you missed anything, you could check out our daily podcast available wherever you get your podcast. Plus, we're always taking calls on topics or maybe you want to say something, you know, about the things you learned this week. Share that with us. Call us anytime at 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Let's go to the phone lines, Amanda, because we actually have two callers. The first one wants to tell us their use of one of our words of the day. Ooh. I wanted to use the word assuage in a sentence. My name is RJ from Columbus, Ohio. So I went for this job interview and had a great interview, great conversation. And we started talking about pay and they want to give me this low ass wage. <laughs> Y'all play too much. Y'all literally play too much. I'm really like, he finna I'm like, oh, they tried to assuage him to such and such. Oh my gosh. That was a good one. That, that was a good, good one. That was good. All right. Our next guy. <laughs> y'all call us, call us and use the word of the day because that was funny. But use the correct way. When y'all <laughs> no, use it whatever way you want. Yeah, sure, that's true. That's <laughs> true. I need that laugh. All right, our next caller actually, she wants to share her and her boyfriend's love language. We talked about love languages a few days ago in yeah. the group chat. Yep. So let's go to the phone lines. Hey, Amanda and Jeremiah, like the Bible. Um, I just wanted to say my love language is definitely quality time and physical touch. And my partner's love language is words of affirmation. Sometimes it does conflict with each other just because I don't think he understands my love language is quality quality touch and I mean quality time and physical touch but you know I understand his love language is good words of affirmation but you know so that is what we're actually working on it's funny you guys are talking about this because I've been talking about our love language with him for a while and yeah yeah, so thanks for letting me get my assistant and talk to y'all later bye bye these relationships, they adjourn. Love languages are hard because we usually are showing love through our own love language. Like, this is how I like to be loved. So, therefore, you should Come be receiving back. it. Not realizing the part you're the person is seeing it, but it's like, I'm not feeling it because that's not how I receive love. Well, that's the whole point of like knowing the person's love language, right? Mm-hmm. So, if the person's love language is like my love language is words of affirmation. Mm-hmm. So, if I'm not getting words of affirmation, then that means that you're not aligning with like my right, love language right. like uh my partner's love language is um acts of service okay so like i feel like that's something that i can like do mm-hmm. right so like that's like oh like i'm gonna put the dishes away mm-hmm. or i'm going to you know i'll like buy him like a like we, we, when we went on the trip i'm like oh like i'm gonna buy you some stuff for the trip Oh yeah, okay. You know what I'm saying? That you can use. Um, you know, like even just like if we're eating, if we're done eating, like I'm gonna clear the plates. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? But I think some love languages are also louder than others. That's true. I think some for some people are easier. Like give, mm-hmm. getting gifts is easy, but it's like you can buy me all the gifts in the world. I'm be like, like I'm gonna be appreciative, but it's like I don't. This doesn't do anything for me. Interesting. Yeah. Like okay, thank you for the for the uh, breaking back. <laughs> Right. Yo, I'm the same. Like, I remember I had an ex who, like, <laughs> bought me, like, all these gifts for my birthday. And it was just like, none of these are thoughtful. Right. Like, you spent they're money that you... Thoughtful. They're not for thoughtful. You spent money that you don't have to just, like, <laughs> fill up my stuff with stuff that I don't really like. They got repo it. Yeah. Like, what am I going to do with this coach bag? Like, get out of here. And then it was like, some people might say, well, it's a thought that counts. I'm like, yeah, but, like, what was the thought? You do that mm-hmm. for you. That's the thing, too. Listen, we're going to be red table talk up in here. <laughs> We got to bring that back for a group chat Thursday one of these days. We do. Because the other part of it, too, is that if you're with somebody who has a love language and you are not interested or enthusiastic about 
learning how to achieve that love language. Because I think for what it's worth, you have, like you said, like you have your love language. Right. But that doesn't necessarily mean that you're well-versed, like you said, in doing someone else's love language. Right. Like, I don't think that I was... I had to be like conscious about acts of service because if you're like by yourself, you know, if you're a single person, you're by yourself all the time. Like, when are you really doing acts of service for like another individual other than like in the world? Right. But I'm that kind of gal, like where I'm always looking around, like who needs help? Like, oh, does that old lady need me to carry that? Like, I, like for real, like that. Go 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 gadget. Oh, I'm that person. <laughs> I'm always looking around, like who needs help? Um, but I think for other folks, like if your partner's love language is words of affirmation and you're just not a communicator, mm-hmm. like you have to make a choice. Also, I'll be feeling like, we feeling sometimes like I'm in a, a rom-com, get real corny. Like, I'm like, I love you. <laughs> You're my world. It's like, okay. I know you need that, but it feels like I'm in a movie. I don't think that's words of affirmation. Well, people like to be like, affirm, like the words, like, I, like, well, maybe I'm thinking about something different. No, I think that words of affirmation doesn't necessarily have to be as basic as like, I love you. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes words of affirmation are simply as basic as like your partner saying to you, like, this is something that's troubling me. Or this is something that I that, this is something that I that, that I that I didn't like that you did. Or this is something that I feel like is is like lacking. And right. you affirming using language. You yeah, but you affirming like I hear you. This is how I'm going to change it, this. Or it. this is what I feel like I can do. That to me is affirming. We solved it, y'all. Right here in the Minnesota, y'all. Mm-hmm. So that's what we do. We get to the bottom of it. My favorite thing to do is get to the bottom of it. It is very frustrating when others do not want to. But um, but speaking of getting to the bottom of things, California's Governor Gavin Newsom, y'all, he he ain't got time for play. He's talking about the real deal Holyfield things that are frustrating when that are frustrating him with the GOP, and uh, we're gonna talk about it next hour. Don't go anywhere. It's the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up. We up. We up. I'm Jeremy, like the Bible. What? And this is the Amanda Seal Show. Mm-hmm. Welcome back. What are we doing? Uh, it's July 11th. It is. Um, this is the day that Martin Luther King posthumously received the U.S. Medal of Freedom from President Jimmy Carter. Shout out to MLK and Jimmy. Also, on this day in 1987, I don't know how they were able to identify this, but apparently on this day in 1987, the Earth's population reached 5 billion. Yeah, that got to be like the... It's a very rough estimate, right. approximate, approximation. I always think about, they're like people who we don't know exist. Oh, most people you don't know. <laughs> you just kind of like there. That's literally most people, <laughs> Jeremiah. And it's like, but it's because I think we're such an social like all world. The, like the, all the people on my Instagram who like come and say things like... <laughs> I'm leaving or like I'm I, I don't I don't need to say I don't need to hear you say this like I didn't know you existed <laughs> I, I don't think you know this but I didn't know you existed I mean beyond that they're like just the count like they, they aren't even counted like they're like in the back woods somewhere and we don't even know they're like there well I think you know there's also this very remote parts of the world yeah. like if you look at like especially like in the mountains like the Himalayas and mm-hmm. in the um, Peshawar uh, region of Pakistan Pakistan like there's like enti- so there's this book called Three Cups of Tea by this like scammer Greg Mortensen but it turns out he's a scammer but like he talked about just like 
how he would go into these like really, really, really remote villages in Pakistan where it's like a village of 50 people and they're trying to figure it out. Like they got to build a bridge every year just to get across like these crazy, you know, gullets of of, um, gullets is not the word, but these like crazy chasms between the mountains and stuff. Um, You know, look at the Amazon, like there's like tribal communities that don't exist uh, in terms of like in like a census. Right, right. You know what trips me out? What? How many babies are being born this second? Oh, wow. This second. They coming out right now. Ah! (laughs) This second. Now another one. Ah! Another one. Ah! Like. Mm -mm, All these babies. Shout out to the babies. I don't got no babies, but shout shout out out to to the the mothers. Anytime I see people with kids, like, no, even the kids in my family, I'm like, oh, y'all got kids. (laughs) Like, every Christmas when we get together, it's like my family with my siblings and all of my nieces and nephews. I'm like, oh, this is like kid. Because I have like my nieces and nephews, like, range from like little kid, like baby, Mm -hmm. to like teenagers. And it's all at once. You see every phase of of a childhood. Ooh, that's a lot. (laughs) At one place. And I'm like, ooh, I'm so glad glad I get to go home after all this. Do you think you want kids? In theory. Yeah. Yeah. You'd be a good parent. In theory, it's like, I want kids. And you like, but I, I, I have the, real, the understanding that kids are actual people that I'm responsible responsible for for my whole life. That's the reason why I didn't. And I'm just like, oh, that's a big responsibility. That's the reason why I decided I didn't want kids. Because mm. I was just like, I just don't have the bandwidth. I mean, you seen with the dog. I'm like, ooh, <laughs> the dog some days. I'm like, do I want the dog? <laughs> yeah. I want the dog. But shout out to the parents. Take care of y'all kids. They on the way, on the way to school right now. Or yep. not with summertime, so they didn't wait to pick them up from summer camp, maybe? Drop they, them off. Drop oh, them off. Well, in whatever time you're listening, you know. That's how you know you got no kids. I don't even know what's going on. I'm, <laughs> like, I'm like, they going to school. <laughs> there is no school. All right, well, what do we got going on? Because this is what you do know. What do we got going on in Black Hearing News? I know that Ga- California Governor Gavin Newsom is standing up and calling out the GOP as he should. He keeps doing it in a little bit. Every, every week. Plus, Kevin Hart is bringing back Comic View, um, the stand-up comedy showcase. So yeah. we're going to talk about that. Plus, how black do we feel today, Amanda? Oof. Think about that. We'll get to that later in the show. Okay. Keep it like right here to the Amanda Seal Show. Don't go anywhere. Amanda Seals show. It's your favorite comedian and common sense specialist, Amanda Seals. And it's me, Jeremiah. I like the Bible. Let's get into some Black Heart News at JLTV. Let's do it. All right. So our governor here, Gavin Newsom in California, he gives a lot of opinions lately. Yes. <laughs> and lately he gave, gave his opinion on Texas Governor Greg Abbott and some other Republicans. He had this to say. Is that on, is that on your agenda? I don't forward? know. Private rights of bounty and criminalizing doctors uh, and all in the name of freedom. One of the worst crime and murder rates in America and one of the worst mental health uh, records of any governor in America. I'm not so convinced about the merits of his leadership. But again, I, I mean, I'm sitting here. I just bewildered. How can the Democratic Party, eight of the top 10 murder states or Republican states, seven of the top 10 dependent states, God forbid, dependent states are red states, the life expectancy in the South and they're not expanding Medicaid and prenatal care and providing child care is jaw-dropping. How they all continue to get reelected is beyond me. Infant mortality, I mean, you care about life and you look at life expectancy, you care about life and you're getting kids that are gunned down by weapons of war. Spare me, all in the name of freedom as you're banning books. So again, with all due respect, we should not be on the defensive as a, Repub- a Democratic Party. The Republican Party should be on their heels, not us. 
I love how you said all due respect as if he didn't just <laughs> drag this for the past minute. But with all due respect. <laughs> I love with all due respect because you know that disrespect is coming immediately. You know it's coming like that moment. Um, you know, I really appreciate this because what a lot of us felt like for the longest time is that Democrats are really not speaking and they're mm-hmm. not being loud about the trash that the Demo- that the Republicans are. And that has really plagued a lot of our con- confidence in the Democratic Party. Mm-hmm. A lot of us have been Democrats because not simply because we're black, but because we know that the Republican Party is trash and Ooh. that they want to see our demise. And right. we've seen that in a multitude of ways. People say all the time the Democrats and the Republicans are the same. And this is simply not true. Mm-hmm. Especially within the context of now. That being said, we also know that there are a lot of Democrats, though, who are like walking the line. Right. They're middle of the road. Mm -hmm. They're not trying to say anything about Republicans because they Mm -hmm. feel like, well, I have a constituency that could go either way. So maybe like, let me not do that. So I do appreciate that Gavin is 10 toes down on. Yeah. F those guys. (laughs) I agree. I feel like sometimes the Democrats try to play. Play too nice. They yeah, they want to take the the uh, the uphill. They want to they want to have the moral authority. But if your opponent at what cause? That's what I'm saying. If your opponent is not playing by the rules, like you know, you have rules of engagement in certain things. Yes. But if your opponent is not following the rules of engagement, what are you really doing? You up here trying to be an upstanding citizen for it, who? And they throwing dirt at you. And I don't. I genuinely <laughs> ask for who. You know, because I think that's the other part that are that me as a voter and my fellow voters are asking all the time. Like, so who do you think you're like impressing? Mm-hmm. Is it Jesus? I don't know if he Because it ain't me. I don't know if Jesus is in praise. And I feel like Jesus, the Jesus that I know would be like, you just going to let them walk over you like that? I mean, Jesus was flipping tables in a sense. I was literally about to say, like. That's one of my favorite stories. Because I get sometimes, some days you're like, oh, wow. Even Jesus had to flip the tables because he had a depth to hear with y'all. He had Tell the story. Here. Tell the story. Well, he went into like the temple and they was like gambling and like basically missed like, um, they were doing fraudulent things with like money. And oh. he was like, that's why he started flipping the tables in the temple because it was like disrespectful to the space. Would he have been okay with them gambling in the temple had they not been cheating? I don't know. We got to get the big man on, on, on the show. Get him on the line. And find out. The, hey, black one, the black one, though. The melanated one. Yeah. Don't bring the blind one. Like <laughs> like an AI generated Barbie doll. <laughs> they should do that. If we talked about it earlier in the show, the AI generated Barbies, I want an AI generated Jesus would look like. I mean, I know. I mean, like. since AI is pulled from man-made sources, <laughs> he would look like a blonde hair, blue-eyed uh, Ken doll. I think he's even more white though than usual. <laughs> That's why I said a Ken doll. Oh, true. Ryan, Ryan Gosling. He'd be surfing. <laughs> <laughs> Hang ten. Very American. Very American. When we get back, we're gonna. Get very black American. Yes. Uh, Because we got to talk about Comic View and Kevin Hart. Ooh, that's real black. Mm. And short. (laughs) Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back with the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Hey, y'all. It's the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremiah Like the Bible. And we got more Blackberry news for you. We do, we do, we do. So everyone's favorite small comic. I'm kidding. Kevin Hart. You? (laughs) No, because Kevin Hart actually is tiny. I met him in person. I'm like, oh, wow, you're really short. Like in real life. Oh, that's right. You met him at the uh, brunch last year. Yes. And I was like, oh, wow. You're like. Yeah, he's like a lethal man. It's to the point where it's like he has to be OK with it, with people clowning him. Oh, no, you have to be. You have to be. Because I clown and I'm just like, I'm like, like Kev. It's like right there. I can't help it. But no, he's doing something. He's doing big things, though, Amanda. So Kevin Hart and his entertainment company, Heartbeat, have joined forces with Paramount Global Network to bring back the stand up showcase, comedy showcase, Comic View. So if you guys don't know, the original series aired from 1992 to 2008, then returned with new episodes from 2012 to 2014. The relaunch will be a part of a four-day weekend event in Las Vegas. So, you know, shout out to your boy, Kevin. 
<laughs> How do you feel about this resurgence? You're a comic, you know, you came up with, you came up in an era of Comic View. Mm-hmm. So you know the program. I mean, I didn't come up in comedy during Comic View. Like, well, I, I mean, mean like as a viewer, like you were like. Oh, yes, yeah. yes. Um, I think that, and I, okay, I have a couple thoughts about this. One, I think it's great to have spaces for comedians mm-hmm. to get national and uh, at this point, global visibility, mm-hmm. right? Particularly black comics. Yes. Uh, a lot of these comedy clubs are very racist and they really just. Really? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they really stick to like the white boys who are on YouTube, like telling jokes about mustard. Um, <laughs> so a lot of the only way you can break into these clubs is by having some type of national credit, like a television credit, et cetera. Gotcha. And there used to be a lot of different ways you could do this. I mean, Comedy Central used to have different shows mm-hmm. and HBO and Netflix. And I mean, it's really dwindled significantly. So to bring back this platform, particularly on um, BET and Paramount Plus and like supported by Kev, mm-hmm. I think that is really great for comics. Now, the other part of it is I'm just like, can we come up with something new? <laughs> right, right. Like you said, I grew up at a time when Comic View was like just getting popping and it was more like um, deaf poetry. It was more like deaf comedy jam light. Okay. Right? Because it was on basic cable. So right. you couldn't do you all that really cursing and get all around you like that. But... I just wish that our generation who's now like in charge would stop trying to re like surf mm-hmm. like resurface things that were popping during our time. One, because just it, it like that was our time. This right. is a new time. Right. right Why would right. you even think that that was going to work now? And two, because it just makes me feel like there isn't any originality. And I know that the thought process is like, oh, it's the brand recognition. Mm-hmm. But it's like, whom? Whom is recognized? Like the new crop of comics aren't attached to that brand. I would have been way more interested in Kevin Hart having his own branded show that is him co-signing and creating a space. Mm. Like I wanted to have Smart, Funny, and Black have a showcase. Okay. Okay. I want Smart, Funny, and Black to have a showcase show that does this. So I had to get my jokes together. Get your jokes okay. together. But that becomes a space that's reputable and re- looks reputable enough right. to where people can like use that credit mm-hmm. to get more it's like Amanda Seals co that I'm Flinty so yes. I'm Flinty do you feel like so in the same vein you talked about like having a platform for new comics do you feel like this will really help a new crop of young black comedians like right now I think everyone's outlet is Instagram TikTok I'm gonna be funny on there without actually hitting a stage <laughs> and telling jokes I mean we're gonna have to see I mean it's it's I think it's yes like I said earlier it, it could help get in clubs more mm-hmm. um but I think it's all now like things work in tandem. Right. You know, you got to still do the socials plus this, plus go to the clubs mm-hmm. and like still be trying to get on, you know, showcases in the clubs. It's it's, it's a lot of work. Oh, that's why in the comic, Amanda. Baby, it ain't for the lighthearted. I'm tired thinking about it. I remember Charlamagne telling me that he tried it and he stopped because he was like, I ain't love it enough <laughs> for the work it requires. Oh, no, because as soon as I get booed, I'm just going to like, thank y'all. No one's booing. Night. No one's booing. People um, be booing. People be booing when you come out stage and you think that well, you... Well, not booing, but people aren't laughing and you are clearly trying to tell a joke. That feels like booing. <laughs> you might as well boo me at that point. I will say this, though. At a certain point, you just like, oh, y'all just don't get it? Okay, I'm going to head out. You saw me perform at a field <laughs> in Alabama. I did. The jokes are funny, though. <laughs> That was different. It wasn't that the jokes was that funny. He was, he was in the field performing the jokes. The environment was off. <laughs> yeah. But what but what did I do though? You kept on going. I said, we're gonna tell these jokes you to than me. I'm like, all right, y'all. <laughs> DJ, play that music. <laughs> Ooh, 
Wowie. All right, y'all. Well, what do you think? Coming if you coming back. You excited? Or are you over it? one 855 That's 1-855-262-6328. We will be... Wait, Mike Epps is hosting? How you left that out? Yeah, he is. <laughs> we'll be right back. We we got more to talk about. I, you left how you left that out? There was, it was a conscious choice. <laughs> we'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seal Show. It's Amanda Seals here. <laughs> and it's Jeremiah like the Bible. So we were just talking about how Kevin Hart is bringing back Comic View to yes. BT Paramount Plus and yes. how um, you know, whether or not that's a good thing, like, you know, what's it going to do for comics, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Jeremiah left out that it's going to be hosted by Mike Epps. Yeah. Shout out to Mike Epps, the, the comedian himself. Let me just say this. I don't understand. I don't understand. <laughs> Either does Jordy. <laughs> so we had a radio show on Kevin Hart's LOL Network on series called Smartphone and Black Radio. Mm-hmm. It was me, Jeremiah, and uh, our other host, Taj. And for the for the debut episode, we were supposed to be interviewing Mike Epps. And we interviewed Mike Epps. We did. And then like two days before we were like releasing the first episode, he hit me and was like, nah, <laughs> I ain't going to do it. I didn't know this was on Kevin Hart's network. Right. And I was like. Oh, I forgot about that part. Yes. Yeah. I was like, why does that matter? Mm-hmm. And he was like, I don't rock with him. I, well, he was like, I don't with him. And so apparently there's like a well-known beef. That like Mike Epps has had with Kevin Hart, but then apparently it's like a one-sided beef. It's like really only like Mike Epps who has the beef. Long story short, Mike Epps was like, I was like, wait a minute. So we're not going to air your interview because you have beef with Kevin Hart. Like I thought you were doing this for me. And he was like, I'm going to just have to call my lawyer. And I said, what? And that's when I got like turned up. And I was like, what you mean you going to call your lawyer? I was like, this is some BS. And right. you know what he said to me? What he said? If you was really sister soldier, then you would have Kevin hit me and apologize. <laughs> I was like, also, this was like right. No, he episode. didn't say sister soldier. He said, if you were really about black power. This also was like, I think the day or two before the episode was supposed to like drive. Did you not miss that? I said that. Oh, okay. I didn't, I didn't say that. Yes. Yeah, this okay. was two days yeah. before the launch. Right. If I was really black power. <laughs> Well, now they made up, I guess. I guess. <laughs> I forgot that was the reason why it was the beef thing. I didn't even put that two, two and two together until you just said that. Oh, yeah. That was the beef. And then it got just like, he just got real extra. When he said that, I was like, oh, you on one. And then I cursed him out. Yes, I do recall that part. And I said, that's why your last special was lame. Woo. Y'all the Wait, and then I hung up and he texted me and said, you think you bad, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Child. Long story short, you know what? We love to see a reconciliation. Yes. This is like when Quavo and yes. Offset came together on the BET Awards. Maybe Mike Epps will come and do an interview here. Maybe. And he can actually air it this time. He you can know. apologize. That too. Mm. That was a good interview. It was a great interview. But we actually ended up interviewing Kevin, Kevin Hart, Hart. <laughs> instead. <laughs> Life comes like full circle. Every time. Every time. I think I live full circle moments like at least <laughs> once a month. And we're on that radio talking about Look at that. That's crazy. We're back on radio. Yeah. Life. I was going to talk about the Summer of Seals. And this is what we ended up talking about instead. Just so you know, every July I have the Summer of Seals. And that means that I try my best to spend as much time outside. If there's a pool, I try and get by there. But I really just try and make it my business to use July to be like a month of wellness mm-hmm. and just peacefulness. Summer of Seals also is when I wear as many bathing suits as possible. So if you'd like to see my bathing suit of the day, all you got to do is follow my Patreon, theamandaverse.com. 
com. All right. I cannot believe we made up. <laughs> we'll be right back to the Amanda Steele Show. So we're going to talk about how black we feel today. Mm-hmm. Yes. The Amanda Steele Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Steele Show. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremiah Like the Bible. And you know what? It is time for... do you feel today jeremiah like the bible i feel as black as tyrese gibson in the fast and furious franchise okay (laughs) because y'all had to get his car fixed (laughs) i had to get his car fixed the baby sneaker the baby sneaker one thing about these cars they need they need stuff you'd be like oh so i just don't just drive it and it's fine i feel like the like when i had a car like in high school it's like oh call your parent (laughs) That the car's doing this, my the car's doing this. But as I've like gotten older, and I'm paying for the car now, it's like, oh, I go, go get oil changes. I gotta go put gas. This is a lot. It's a lot. And it's always something. And it's also compounded with other adulting things you have to do throughout the day. It's like, oh, I gotta do this and get groceries and walk the dog and go to work. Oh wow, it's a full schedule. It's a full schedule. You know what's always interesting to hear how you think it's a full schedule. <laughs> full schedule. Like your adultingness is so limit like I don't think like when I can't wait for you to hit me one day and be like wow I really sounded crazy I don't even want a house that's why I'm like you talking about the house I'm like a house I gotta cut the grass too that's why like an apartment I'm like hey y'all this thing ain't work the AC ain't working come fix it the house is a thing the house is a thing and then kids people got kids the kids is a whole other thing. when I was a teacher Amanda I'm like oh so y'all like leave school and go <laughs> deal with other people other children after y'all deal with kids all day I would go crazy Ooh, how like do you feel today, though, Amanda? You know, it's the summer of seals. I feel Stella and oh. Stella got her groove back. I recently like watched black. that for the first time. You know, because she went to Jamaica mm-hmm. for the purpose of like centering, getting mm-hmm. wellness, reco- like not reconnecting, but like connecting with her friend who she knew had. Yes. Did she know she had cancer at the time? I don't think so. Okay, but not they in the upfront. But it was very like we're getting away. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, the summer of seals is that for me, it's recentering, it's trying to be at peace and like really just not, um, letting too much ruffle my feathers. Okay. When you first announced the summer of seals, I thought it was something like the bonobos, like there was an actual thing with like seals going on. Oh, that would be great. But no, this is actually the summer (laughs) of seals, like Amanda seals, summer of seals is every July. And I just really dedicate myself to taking in as much sun as possible and getting in the pool like the cancer I am. I get you a cruise, a cruise uh, festival now. A summer seals cruise, cruise weekend. Listen, we on Radio One. So. That go what? The people go what? <laughs> well, you know, Tom Joyner, he has the uh, the family reunion. So maybe mm-hmm. over time we can develop a summer of seals event. The people want it. Well, I mean, people, they said they ain't, they weren't rocking with Essence Fest no more because it was like shifting. So maybe summer of seals cruise weekend <laughs> is a new weekend. Something to think about. Listen, I'm going to, I'll my idea, man. You are the I'm idea, man. The idea, and man. you're very, like, generous with the ideas. Yes, yeah, so I can't do them all. I don't want a, a cruise weekend. So. <laughs> you don't even want a house. I, listen, <laughs> now I will attend a cruise weekend. I will okay. come. Okay. With, with, my, with my swimsuit, like Gabrielle Union. That's right. Cheeks <laughs> out? Maybe a speedo, maybe a little speedo situation. You are a very life. Yeah, yeah, because I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I think I'm the, the bill. Slender. Yeah. Yeah, European. Mm-hmm. Speedo style. Yep. Give y'all a little a little moment. Yeah. You didn't see the shoulders. Y'all, y'all didn't see the shoulders that I saw. 
Well, we'll be right back. We got another hour of the show. Uh, mm-hmm. Second headlines, big up, let down, and politicians say the darndest things. We said earlier that they refused to give reparations to the last three remaining survivors of the Tulsa race massacre in Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have an Oklahoma politician who has something to say about the race massacre that is literally the dumbest thing I've heard this year. And that's saying a lot. So keep it locked right here. We'll get into that next hour right on the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We are- we up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. We speak the world all this time. We shine and rise. We up, we up, we up. The Amanda Seal Show. Seal said it, y'all. We up, we up, we up. Hey there, everybody. Happy. Tuesday. It is time for, well, first of all, it's the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremiah the Bible. Okay, I was getting ahead of myself. It is time for the word of the day. Ooh, we love the word of the day. We do love the word of the day. I'm actually learning words. That's the idea. That's the idea. And then on Fridays, I test you to see if you've retained any. Okay, so. (laughs) (laughs) That's the hard part. You're like, did I remember the word? Right. right, I learned it, but did I remember it? Okay. So this is a uh, word that has French origins. Okay. And the word is bon vivant. It's a noun. Okay. You know, usually when you say words, something like triggers in my brain. Uh-huh. This is the first time <laughs> nothing comes to my Nothing. Brain. I just think French. I'm like, cause I, think, I don't know enough, like, usually I can, like, break down words by, like, you know, the root. That hasn't helped you at any point it, in this. It hasn't, but I'm like, usually give me a, pla- <laughs> a place to go. Okay, okay. Because I don't, like, know any, like, French roots. It's like. Right. It just sounds like France, France, France. Paris, <laughs> Paris. Yes, I Con. don't know. I don't know. Okay, well, a bon vivant is a sociable person okay. who has cultivated and refined tastes, especially with respect to food and drink. Okay, so I'm a, a connoisseur of sorts, maybe. Um, I think connoisseur could fit there, but connoisseur is usually, in my knowledge, to my knowledge, connoisseur is more specific to like one. It's kind of like one thing, like, Got and it. it's like an expert. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, but uh, like a bon vivant would be like, oh, um, once she went on her eat, pray, love, she came back thinking she was a bon vivant. She was like, I'm that girl. I've, I've seen things. I've seen things. I've been places. I've had pasta in Italy. It's like the people that they talk about on the internet, like as they come back from their um, study abroad. Yes. It's like, now they want to speak. Oh yeah, you know what? In France, they don't do this. Whereas in Spain, <laughs> we have, uh, what do they call them? They like sleeping in a siesta. We siesta. Siesta. So, you know, I'm really off off my um, usual schedule. It's like, girl, okay. You went to one class in Spain. <laughs> now you think you're somebody. Now you're talking about uh, Ibiza so amazing. <laughs> it's always an accent. Like, where does the accent come from? <laughs> Girl, you from Charleston. <laughs> Relax. <laughs> so hit us up and use bon vivant in a sentence. Uh, you know, y'all are very funny with how you be using these words in the sentences, and we love your creativity. So hit us up, 1855-AMANDA-8. That's 1855-262-6328. Jeremiah, what do we have coming up this hour? Coming up, we're going to talk about some politicians and them saying the darndest things. Plus, we have 60-second headlines in case you missed it, and your big up let down. I think Tracy Chapman is getting a... Big up. She got a fast car. <laughs> she got a big up. All that's coming up at you. Coming up right here for you at the Amanda Seals Show. Don't go anywhere because we'll be right back. What's good, y'all? It's the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremiah Like the Bible. And it is time for... Politicians, Politicians say, say the, the darndest things. things. Oh, yeah. 
y'all. So earlier in the show, we talked about, you know, the reparations not being granted to the survivors of the race, the Tulsa race massacre. The what? The what? The Tulsa race massacre. One more time. The Tulsa race massacre. Got it. Um, so today we're going to talk about 38-year-old Oklahoma Superintendent Ryan Walters. Well, just real quick, what does the superintendent do? They oversee, like, you know, the school system. They help approve, like, um, not quite the curriculum. Curriculum. So education. Yes, yes. Got it, got it, got <laughs> it. That's the helm of education. And they're facing criticism for their remarks, falsely claiming that the Tulsa massacre wasn't about race, Amanda. We actually have some Wait, art. the what? The Tulsa race massacre was not about race. Oh, was it a NASCAR incident? I don't think so. I don't think so. We should have their audio talking about it. Let's hear it. Also, race massacre not fall under your definition of CRT. Okay, thank you. I'm sorry. I didn't, I didn't address that part. I would never tell a kid that because of your race, because of your color of your skin or your gender or anything like that, you are less of a person or, an, or are inherently racist. That doesn't mean you don't judge the actions of individuals. Oh, you can absolutely. They, historically, you should. This was right. This was wrong. They did this for this reason. But to say it was inherent in the because of their skin is where I say that is critical race theory. You're saying that a race defines a person. I reject that. So I would say you be judgmental of the of the issue, of the action, of the content, of, of, of the character of the individual. Absolutely. But let's not tie it to the skin color and say that the skin color determines it. This is an idiot. Okay. What are you talking about? What so talking he about? said something in there that is just like so wildly ridiculous amongst other things. But he said basically like, oh, like a person isn't defining themselves by skin color. Mm -hmm. Yes, they are. Mm -hmm. And they can do it out of love for their culture mm -hmm. or they can do it out of love for their power to mm -hmm. oppress. Mm -hmm. There are multitudes of white people who do the latter. Yes. So to suggest that people are not identifying themselves by race and that that's not happening in these children's homes mm -hmm. is bonkers. Mm -hmm. Now, it's different if you're saying we want to undo the harmful ways that people are identifying themselves by race yes. by addressing that, then so be it. But as it relates to the Chase Tulsa race massacre, he tied this to CRT again for the millionth time. Critical race theory is a college level course mm -hmm. that studies... The theory that this country, having been born within the context of racist behaviors and mindsets, mm -hmm. being that the founding fathers owned slaves. Black people. Mm -hmm, being that the founding fathers were murdering Indians. Mm -hmm. Okay. That because of that context, our justice system is inherently racist. Yes. That is what critical race theory is studying. Mm -hmm. It is not. The accurate study of history. Better verse for accurate. The accurate study of history, which includes racism. Yeah. As a violent, weaponized act of effort. Mm -hmm. Continuously propped up by capitalism, mm -hmm. by white supremacy, mm -hmm. by imperialism, mm -hmm. by colonialism, mm -hmm. by some might say the Kardashians. Like, I mean, it's just... <laughs> I'm screaming. So to suggest that there doesn't need to be a conversation about race as it relates to the Tulsa race massacre is actually completely counter um, intuitive to what he says that he's actually about. Yes. So if you're saying that you're about not having kids feel bad about their race, what he's really saying is I don't want white children to feel shame that their ancestors or the descendants or their, or their grandparents right. acted 
in treacherous and tyrannous and terrorizing ways based on race. It is also just a, a historical to act like America is not it, it, like the, we, had, we had literally white only bus cart the other day. Water, water fountain. It's like it's embedded in the in the culture of this. It's embedded everywhere. So to act like it's also happening every day on Instagram and yeah, Twitter, and like yeah. we're seeing this mm-hmm. on a constant basis. So like right, but to act like I guess at some point that we. Like even how with the Supreme Court decision with affirmative action is if like, well, we don't see race in this country. This this country doesn't care about race. We're all equal people. It's like, where have y'all been? It, well, I mean, it, <laughs> the reality is, is that they're saying these things because they are trying to. What's the word I'm looking for? It's a sleight of hand. You know, it's really this is effort to like convince you that what you're seeing is not what you're seeing. It's a Jedi mind trick, except it's being done by the Empire. And the words my mama, don't buy no wooden nickels because they don't spin. I, okay. Don't fall for the okie doke. Don't fall for <laughs> I was it. like, I don't know. They go try to say your wooden nickel. It's not a real nickel because it can't spend it. Don't buy a bucket with a hole in it. Yeah. They're trying to get y'all. But they ain't going to get me. They ain't going to get me neither. And you know what? As long as you keep listening to this show, they're not going to get you. Keep it like right here. We'll be right back with six second headlines. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. been a great day on a Tuesday, July 11th. I'm Amanda yes. Seals. I'm Jeremiah like the Bible. This has been another edition of the Amanda Seals Show. We talked about a lot of things today, Jeremiah, did mm-hmm. we not? We talked about me going to get the slurpee after the show. It's a 7-Eleven day. But we also talked about the Oklahoma judge that dismissed the Tulsa race massacre reparations lawsuit with prejudice. Terrible. Like, that's crazy. So you, if you missed that, then you should listen so you find out what that even means. Mm-hmm. Also, Gabrielle Union was fighting against trolls because they said she was too old to wear swimsuits. A mess. They said that's my grandma over there. But then I talked about the things that I feel like I have aged out of. And by the way, swimsuits is not one of them. It's not. It's not. But the club is one. Yeah. yeah you gotta go back and listen, y'all. Plus, Nick Mills. <laughs> he was saying free Tory Lanes, and we not trying to free Tory Lanes, but we are trying to big up Hill Harper because he's running for U.S. Senate in Michigan. So shout out to him. Big things are going on. There's a lot of things going on. A lot of things going on. If you miss any part of the show, you can check it out wherever you get your podcasts. All right. The latest episode is available wherever you get your podcasts. And tomorrow we're dropping a new episode of Small Doses Podcast mm-hmm. with Big Sean. That's right. Side effects of being a new dad. Ooh. Yeah, I'm excited. It's going to be a good one. So make sure to look out for that wherever you get your podcast as well. And you can check out the premiere of the video. Uh, we always do a YouTube video of the podcast every Thursday, 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern at I'm sorry, at AmandaSealsTV.com. All right. Uh, that's it for the show. If you like it and you love it, tell a friend to get more of it. Remember, we are each other's business. When we look out for each other, we lift each other up. Be safe, y'all. We'll see you tomorrow. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up.